When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Coming up on the news. Trump accuses Jewish Democrat voters of great disloyalty. Record number of fires burning in Brazilian rainforest. And Trump cancels his visit after being told Greenland was not for sale. It's Wednesday, August 21. I'm Anthony Davis. Prominent American Jews have reacted with dismay and disdain to Donald Trump's renewed adoption of a long-standing anti-Semitic trope after he described Jewish Americans who vote for Democrats as showing either a total lack of knowledge or great disloyalty. Accusing Jewish Americans of having dual loyalties to the US and Israel, as the president referred to in remarks from the Oval Office on Tuesday, prompted charges that he had embraced a slur long used against Jews. Jonathan Greenblatt, the chief executive of the Anti-Defamation League, pointed out on Twitter that charges of disloyalty have long been used to attack Jews. It's long overdue to stop using Jews as a political football. J Street, the progressive Jewish-American lobbying group, released a statement in which it called Trump's remarks dangerous and shameful. It noted that 70% of American Jews voted for Hillary Clinton against Trump in the 2016 presidential race, adding, This vast majority of our community rejected and continues to abhor the xenophobia, bigotry and extremism of Donald Trump and his allies. Trump reiterated his contentious comments this morning, bragging about the praise he had received overnight from a notorious right-wing conspiracy theorist. In a stream of tweets, Trump cited that Israelis loved the US president like he's the king of Israel. They love him like he is the second coming of God. Trump ignited the storm on Tuesday afternoon when he unleashed a barrage of disparaging comments against the Democratic Congresswomen Ilan Omar of Minnesota and Rashida Tlaib of Michigan. Ted Deutsch, a Democratic congressman from Florida who is Jewish, said that after Trump made his contentious remarks, he had received a text from a friend whose 98-year-old mother was a Holocaust survivor. She wanted the congressman to know that the language she heard from the president was language she heard as a child in Germany.
Brazil's Amazon rainforest has seen a record number of fires this year, according to new space agency data. The National Institute for Space Research said its satellite data showed an 84% increase on the same period in 2018. It comes weeks after President Jair Bolsonaro sacked the head of the agency amid rows over its deforestation data. The largest rainforest in the world, the Amazon, is a vital carbon store that slows down the pace of global warming. It is also home to around 3 million species of plants and animals and 1 million people. Wildfires often occur in the dry season in Brazil, but they're also deliberately started in efforts to illegally deforest land for cattle ranching. The Institute said it had detected more than 74,000 fires between January and August, the highest number since records began in 2013. It said it had observed more than 9,500 forest fires since Thursday, mostly in the Amazon region. Later, the president appeared to suggest that non-governmental organisations had started the fires as revenge for his government slashing their funding. He presented no evidence and gave no names to support this theory, saying there were no written records about the suspicions. Danish Prime Minister Met Fredriksson says she is annoyed at Donald Trump's decision to cancel his visit after being told Greenland was not for sale. Our preparations were well underway, she said, adding that she had been looking forward to meeting the US president. Ms Fredriksson reiterated that the island of Greenland, an autonomous Danish territory, could not be bought. Trump later said he was cancelling his two-day visit to Denmark. The Prime Minister said despite this, the US was one of Denmark's closest allies and that the President's visit would have been an opportunity to celebrate Denmark's close relationship to the US. This does not change the character of our good relations and will continue our dialogue on how we can deal with the challenges we are facing, she said, adding that her country's invitation to visit remains open. When asked on Sunday if Trump would consider trading a US territory for the island, he replied, Essentially, it's a large real estate deal. Then on Monday, the US president posted an image on social media showing a tall golden Trump skyscraper among the homes of a small village on the island. Mr Trump has reportedly taken an interest in Greenland in part because of its natural resources such as coal, zinc, copper and iron ore. You can subscribe to The News with your favourite podcast app or ask your smart speaker to play The News with Anthony Davis podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at The News underscore podcast. The News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering honest, verified and truthful world news daily. A news story gets shared by a friend on social media, or you catch a tweet that really makes your blood boil. But how do you separate fact from fiction? That's the premise behind Disinformation, a 10-part series from Evergreen Podcasts and Emergent Risk International coming this fall. Tune in to Disinformation wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, don't believe everything you read.